Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neath the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heartstrings that play soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, at least we, uh, we're we now one and one for the week because we had uh, Cleveland last night. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh, had to show up because uh, I think he was coming in anyways, but the uh, the concussion by... Um, uh, from Tyrod Taylor, or Tyrod Taylor, uh, you know, kept him out, but... Uh, Markets continue the, the the big move the big move higher, uh, new highs, new highs, clear skies, and here we go. Uh, but I think that again, I would call this type of action uh, what we would say it would be a blow off type of pattern is forming. Uh, you know, again, one of the issues would be the lack of volume, so we'll have to continue to watch. Uh, but this looks very, very, very blow-offy. This is, uh, I don't care. We're going higher. Uh, I got to buy, and I think we're seeing uh, a big, uh, the big, the big group of of retail buyers finally stepping into the market after uh, of ten years of watching, and the market's going up three hundred percent. It's now safe to get into the water. We don't have to worry about the sharks. Uh, or maybe we do, uh, but so I, I think that's kind of the action that we're seeing. Uh, I, I, I think when you you look at the the, the big picture, and, and again, I'm not against the markets, nor am I against the economy. I think the economy is doing well. I think that uh, the markets have done well, but I think you know at some point there's going to be uh, some selling pressure, and I think this is the time. Uh, again, we're not going to step in yet. Again, we're still trying to wait for. A pretty viable footprint, which we have not appeared for the side that we want to get to right now. And it's not that I don't like the upside. Uh, certainly, I, I liked the upside in 2009. I loved it. I liked the upside in 2014. I just don't like it here. I think that, you know, uh, everybody keeps telling me that this time is different. And, of course, uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I got a couple of uh, emails uh, yesterday telling me that, they actually believed that it was different this time as well. And these are people that have been with me. So, again, you know, the the emotional side of trading, the, the uh, mental and psych- psychology that pay, plays within all of us is you get told enough times that the markets are different this time. Uh, you sometimes succumb to that pressure, okay? I mean, again, it's it's a an emotional and a mental way of, of thinking of markets. And I, and I do believe that that actually happens. You know, I, I think when you continue to hear 
uh, how great everything is, you start to wonder, are you wrong? Are you making a mistake by not being in? And, and, and to me, I think that it simply shows that that is indeed the case, that we're, we're worried that we're going to miss out. And, you know, the fear of missing out is a, is a big thing. Uh, but I think what we saw, for example, in the grain markets, you know, they've been really ugly. I mean, no question about it. And I've been, I've been dead wrong. Uh, but the beauty is I've been dead wrong and the actual loss has not been great. Uh, and, and we were dead right for so long. So again, you look for a little bit of a drawdown and what you're saying, but it was pretty obvious and it still remains obvious that there's going to be some sort of a nice rally here and whether or not we turn into a bull market, uh, here, that's another question. But the, but, but when I start to get emails and calls of, of people that want to puke out to me, that's a very clear sign that the bottoms are in okay it's it's very similar to the action we see uh around uh around the tops you know so if we look at the 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 grain markets versus the equity markets the equity market buyers are saying that this time is different and that we can only go higher and in the grain markets the sellers are you know the 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 owners are are puking out and typically when they start to puke and the overall sentiment becomes so negative, it's usually the sign that the markets are going to turn. And I think we saw a little bit of that yesterday. Uh, and I think it will continue. Now, you know, again, uh, uh, soybeans are down a little bit today, but, you know, they were up, you know, they, they closed up about 18 cents yesterday. But at one point we're up 25 and I wouldn't be surprised to see the nine handle in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think that you you have to continue just to understand. And again, we go back to one of the things we always like to talk about is the market psychology. Okay, so if we if we take a little bit of a breakdown uh, of, of general markets, you've got the equity markets, which appear to be potentially blowing off to the upside. You've got the uh, grain markets potentially blowing off or have blown off to the downside. You've got the gold market in mass confusion. You've got the, uh, the dollar now just now holding on for support. Okay, the dollar has, has weakened a little bit uh, this week, uh, surprisingly, but it has weakened. And so now we're thinking, you know, again, we're not going to sit there and, and get stubborn. If it breaks from here, then we'll have to, you know, take our profits, equity, our, exit our position, and move on. Uh, but I think that you know, you you look at the different markets, and they all have a way that they act. And again, if that 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 actually goes into the basic phases of the market, because all markets trade in the same phase you know, at different times. But, you know, if you believe in what we believe in, which is universal price, that all markets are the same and that all patterns repeat themselves, then it makes sense at the way that we're looking at it and what I'm explaining to you now. And, and that, I think, is something that, you know, you look for 
as you continue to try to understand the market action. And that's always something that we're concerned about is, is what is the market action telling me? What is the market telling me? And, you know, I think the markets are still pricing in some good news. I, I do think they are priced uh, for perfection. Uh, I do not see a big, a, a lot of big stuff coming on. But again, I'm not going to, I have said repeatedly that although we'd like to get short, we are not in a hurry to do so because at the end of the day, uh, there's no real reason for me to do that because, you know, why should I try to outsmart the market? That's one of the things we always like to worry about is why do we want to try to outsmart what's going on? So in the meantime, we're happy today. We had our Cleveland Brown winner, and I'm sure Cleveland is very happy. Uh, but this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, you know, if, if you're not familiar or you're new to the show, I do a daily update every day, and I send it to you. I email it to you uh, on a little video length, usually three to five minutes. And if you'd like to check it out, just go to BubbaTrading.com and sign up for it. It's free. There's no credit card required. Just sign up, and you'll start receiving tomorrow's newspaper today when I tell you what I see in the markets and what I'm expecting. And, of course, don't forget to download The Bubba Show every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. And, of course, you've got the sporting edge there as well. In the meantime, we're going to step out here for a break, and we'll be back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Top Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Top Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? So, you know, I tell you, I'm getting so... Sick and tired about this, um, uh, Dr. Ford and Kavanaugh and the hearings. Uh, I mean, is this not just another stall tactic by the left? Again, I have, I don't, I don't not believe her. I think that she's probably credible, but I, again, if she's credible, then what is she waiting for? Why are they trying to stall the vote? I think that to me is, is a bigger issue and, I think that, you know, when we when we look at this situation and we look back at the at history in this, you'll see that she she may or may not have. And again, I don't I'm not accusing her of being a liar, but she is staining a guy who is now if she doesn't testify, OK, uh, will not have an, an effort to uh, will not have the ability to defend himself. OK. And, you know, is, is this what is this what we become now? is we have these ploys and plans to uh, see things change. And, and I, to me, that's totally ridiculous. The overall uh, way that this is being handled is ridiculous. And I hope, I, I hope she decides to come. But if not, I hope they vote him in. I, I mean, again, this is, to me, this is, has all the appearances of a, of a stall tactic. And, you know, stalling for what? So that maybe they'll take over the house and maybe they'll say no. I mean, this is the, the issue that I look at. And I'm, I'm wondering uh, why it, it seems to be such a challenge that we can't just get things done. I mean, you cannot say that, again, we'll go back to President Trump. We, you cannot say, like him or hate him, you cannot say that the economy has not gotten better under his watch. Okay, you cannot say that the growth is not there. You cannot say 
that I believe yesterday the jobs was the lowest in the uh, the unemployment claims were the lowest in history or in, I'm sorry in 49 years. Okay. So I mean you can you can say bad things about him, you cannot like the person, but you have to respect the economy. I mean you can't go anywhere now without a help wanted sign. And so what is that going to mean? That's going to mean that jobs are going to start to pay more money because now there's a, de- a demand for employment. You know, if you remember our economy, you remember supply and demand. We are in a supply and demand economy across the board. So now we're coming into a supply and demand for jobs. So, you know, if there's an overwhelming s- supply of jobs and an underwhelming demand for those jobs, because again, People are willing to, you know, to, to, to move jobs or willing to change. And, of course, now they're getting a choice. It's not, let me just take the first job that I get. It is now, well, let's see, I can, take, I can look at it. And, again, I've told you, you know, on the show before, uh, both of my kids had an abundance of job offers when they went out. And these are not bad jobs. I mean, these are jobs that people would have killed for, you know, during the collapse, Okay. You know, $50,000 a year jobs or more, okay, with benefits. So I think that's one of the things that you, you, you can't take away what has happened to the economy. You can't take away, I think, the genuine true love that the president has for this country. Uh, you know, as, even with as far as I'm going out to, uh, you know, to North Carolina and hugging the kid. I mean, you know, again, these are, are things that nobody ever wants to talk about. They want to talk about everything that's bad, everything he's done that is no good. But you have to look at the, the reduction of, of, of regulations, which has made the economy a lot better. It's made people willing to spend more. And, you know, when I look at it, I mean, I don't like, you know, what's going on in the banking system. Because I, I know that it's going to lead to another one of these great collapses. I mean, there's no issue there. We, we know it's going to happen. We know it's coming. Uh, I just don't like the fact that the banks feel so comfortable that they know that the Federal Reserve will bail them out. To me, that's always the, sta- the sad part of this whole thing is because of the Fed bails them out, who's, who's really bailing them out? And of course, that is you and me, okay? The taxpayer. We get the opportunity to bail them out. Uh, and you know, when I, when I look at it from that point of view, it, it kind of makes me angry because why should the banking system have such, who made them the Kings or the Queens and made them in charge, made them irreplaceable. You know, this is going to be, and again, you can, you can mark it down today. It's uh, September 21st, 2018. The banks will crumble again. And you can mark it down that the Fed will come and bail them out again. Now, I hope I'm wrong because I don't believe that the banks deserve to be bailed out. I mean, they are for-profit institutions, okay? So why should a for-profit institution have to be constantly bailed out and yet make fortunes? I have no problem with them making money. But I think, you know, you have to remember that they are creating new money with the way that they lend. So we see a continual drop in the value of our dollars. So they're basically taking money out of your pocket each and every time they do this. And to me, that's, that's a problem. And, and I, I don't want to have too big to fail. 
I don't want to. Ha- I want to see each business stand for itself because, as we all know, if we did that, if we did what the banks did, we would be either in bankruptcy court or jail. So to me, that is uh, a, a problem. So the uh, but but that isn't because of President Trump, and that's not because of the reducing of regulations because the banks were already lending. Okay, and again, they are continuing to overlend, and they are lending basically just about anybody again. Now they're not lending themselves, but they are buying up these notes. You know, if you remember back in the, the, the collapse, you know, if you took a mortgage, okay, it got sold five or six times to five or six different uh, organizations, you know, and you kept your, your, your payment had to keep changing who you're making the payment to. Well, the same thing's happening now, okay? And, and, and these, these peer-to-peer lenders are, I, I'm, I don't know if they're selling their loans to the banks as well, but it would not surprise me if they were, okay, because they're out creating them. And, of course, again, what happens when it all melts down? You have a problem. And, of course, we've, we've now got, you know, interest rates rising. Uh, you know, the 10-year is at 3.7. Okay. Now, again, I think that the 3.7 is not the problem. I think when it gets to 3.50 is going to be the problem. And I don't think it's – I don't think that's far away. I think that's just around the corner. In fact, I think we get there this year. I wouldn't be surprised if we got there sooner rather than later. And of course, we know we've got the uh, the mess that's going to be created. And, you know, we continue to ignore all of the debt that's out there. We continue to ignore all the problems that are out there because as investors, complacency is always the king. And, you know, again, it's it's no different than the elections, right? You know, everybody will, you can't vote for, for Donald Trump because he's not establishment. We got to stay with the establishment. Well, what has the establishment done that is so good? You know, I, I, I was reading the book, uh, The Deep State by, uh, by Chaffetz, the, the guy who does some Fox. He was a, a congressman. And I mean, it's all stuff that we've all heard about, but he is actually confirming a lot of the facts that he was part of it, that he was in it. And, and again, I, I think that, you know, we, the taxpayer, end up paying for everything. We are the ones who get tortured. So if you're happy with the way things have always been, then, okay, I can't say no to you, but I would say to you, I would be very cautious because when we, when we look at the big picture, okay, we get the privilege of working harder to make less money to pay for the mistakes of the government, of the Fed, and of everybody else. Now, if you're happy with that, then then continue to think and vote the way you, th- you you want. But again, remember that you and me are the ones that get the bill. We are the ones who footed the bill for government motors. We are the ones who footed the bill to bail out everything. It wasn't, you know, the, the money comes from somewhere and it comes out of the treasury, which we pay our taxes to. So if, if you're happy with the way things are always have been, then you know. Then you're then you're not really a, re- a real free market person because a real free market person would have liked to have seen the banks go in the tank because that's where they belonged. Uh, again, because all they did is make money and and took it away and made you and me pay the bill. So if we, if we're happy with that, then great. But I'm not happy with that. I'd like to see true and free markets, and that's why I think that that's where we're headed. And I think that's one of the reasons you're seeing so much excitement in the market. Uh, and I think that's really where we should be heading to. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. 
also get the Sporting Edge there. And of course, don't forget to get my daily update. You can get that for free at BubbaTrading.com. Just fill out the box that comes up. No credit card, nothing required. And you will get a three to five minute video every day after the market closes telling what I saw and what I expect to see tomorrow. That's the Bubba's Daily Update. And we'll be step out here for a break and we'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics and the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the bubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at the bubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at the bubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the bubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must have for every investor and trader. The Bubble Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with the one, the only, the unbelievably talented Jane King, Lila Max Media, the Kaching Report. What's up, Jane King? Hey, Todd. Okay, just, you know, getting cruising into fall here, kids back to school and getting into the groove. Yeah, back to school late in New York because in, in Chicago, they went back to school almost a month ago already. They went back to school right after Labor Day, and they were off for the Jewish holiday. So it doesn't feel like we've even really got into the groove yet of, <laughs> of school and a routine. So, but you know, uh, we're getting there. We're we're getting there, and of course, uh, we're getting there with uh, with uh, Judge Kavanaugh. What, I, I guess there's a new wrinkle out now that uh, it was a lookalike to him. Uh, some have you seen anything about that? Oh my God. No, I haven't heard the lookalike story. I mean, oh, God. I mean, this is just, there's so much wrong with this situation that I, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, from Diane Feinstein holding on to the letter and releasing it at the last minute to it being 36 years old to I feel like the Democrats taking advantage of the hottest button, most emotional issue going right now, which is sexual harassment. Um, to all the demands being placed uh, by the accuser. And it's just insane uh, what we're going through. And I don't think, I mean, for people who, you know, claim to be that they're for women's rights, I don't think this kind of stuff helps. I don't think it helps women in the workplace. Um, I mean, it's, you know, to, to make accusations that are decades old and have no information really about it, and don't even have dates and, you know, and everything's kind of just fuzzy. I don't think any of this helps um, raise women's credibility, um, raise, you know, their, it, I just don't think we should even go there at this point. I mean, I, I know that sexual harassment happens. This woman is only a few years older than me. You know, I kind of grew up in that same era when it was much different than it is now. So, um, if something did happen to her, I feel for her. And I have friends things happen to. And, you know, I mean, I know this stuff happens. But 
Boy, I mean, this is just a situation that um, I just don't think there's any good outcome to come out of this. And I feel sorry for everybody involved. And I agree. And I, listen, we all know that a lot of bad things have happened in this country going back in history. But that is history. And, and, and I think the objective is, is to learn from history and not repeat the same mistakes over again. Listen, we know what's happened. This, I mean, this goes back you know, thousands of years, you know, the things that have happened. And I think, I think we just have to learn from it and move forward instead of pounding back down and trying to say, okay, you know, again, I'm, I'm obviously for women's rights and, and, you know, they're equals that we're all equals. And I think that we just have to now move forward. I I just can't, I, I hate, Keep continuing to go back and try to beat a dead horse. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, that's a long time ago. I mean, that's really, you know, 1982. I mean, and just to to come out now and 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 like for me, like I I had friends who were you know like treated poorly by men in college or you know maybe even not raped but you know aggressive and and we always talked about it. In the sorority. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, I guess I don't know what I wasn't told, but certainly these stories were shared. So, um, you know, I'm surprised that no other females knew about it or, you know, to corroborate her story. I, I just think it's really important that we all teach our daughters, you know, to prevent these situations from happening, you know, excessive drinking and, um, you know, being at parties, you know, beyond certain hours and just making wise judgments, sticking with your friends. I mean, just doing some of those common sense things to prevent this stuff from happening. And if something does happen to not be afraid of telling people and not being afraid of filing a police report, I, I think that, you know, young women have to learn to do that and just, you know, suck it up for the good of all of them. So I, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know what to say about this. I, I think he's going to go ahead and get confirmed, but I'm just shocked and, and frankly kind of disappointed that the Democrats are bringing up such a, like kind of just a fuzzy memory that happened so long ago and want the FBI to investigate. Oh, the FBI wouldn't even investigate this if it happened yesterday. This is, it really isn't their jurisdiction. I, I don't understand what they're trying to do. I'm just Besides unhappy. I'm unhappy. She <laughs> won't come to the Hill and testify and maybe she'll change her mind, but I'm just unhappy. If you're going to make the accusation, you know, it, it seems to me, this is almost like a ploy, right? That, that, I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it didn't happen cause I don't know. And, and, and if it did happen, then obviously that's an issue. But if it, if it's just a ploy, to try to stall the, the the confirmation until after the midterms, which, I mean, by the way, there are no guarantee to win these midterms, but the way the economy is going right now, I mean, you know, it'd be hard for me to imagine that there'd be a big blue wave coming in right now based on what's going on around the country. What do you think of it? Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I don't get the big blue wave either. I mean, look at their arguments. By the way, let me just say, Kristen Gillibrand, I mean, I'm embarrassed that she's a New York senator. And, and it's not just this issue with Kavanaugh and the way she's acting and and giving these press conferences. Like, I believe it's true because it is. I mean, what is that? Um, but it's also her views about uh, abolishing ICE and things like that. I think they're very irresponsible. And so, you know, I but it's New York, so she'll probably get reelected. In fact, I don't even know if anybody's running against her or who it is. But um, but I think, you know, I, I just don't I, I think that that people will see. I mean, we've got the Dow hitting record highs. Trump is just now kind of starting to get out. And I give these speeches. He was in Las Vegas recently and um, I think Montana recently. So he's going to be doing a lot more of that. That might turn the tide. I mean, again, I just I think at the end of the day, people talk. 
their pocketbook. I think that's what it really comes down to. And, and especially now, I mean, with jobs as good as they are now. And, and again, you know, it's interesting. We've won from there was not enough jobs and now there's too many jobs, which is a good thing. But of course, that will eventually cut into corporate profits because they're going to have to pay more money now. I mean, you know, we can yeah. debate the minimum wage issue, but now to get an employee, you're going to have to pay for them. If you want an employee, you're going to have to pay for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, people finally have some wage power. I mean, it has been so long uh, since the regular person has had wage power. And honestly, I mean, I understand this will cut corporate profits, but people, you know, it's been a long time um, since people have seen their wages go up. It's time. And um, people need to, to make some more money. I mean, the, the wage gap, the wealth and, and, and earnings gap is so far apart that that needs to be fixed somewhat. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a matter of getting people out to vote. I mean, I think that you really have to stress um, to people that, you know, even if they're okay with Trump or you can't get complacent. So they have to go out. But I mean, just some of the things that, you know, the Democrats not one of them voted for the tax cuts. I mean, that's one of the main things. I mean, just look at the life you're living. I mean, people have much more hope now and, and, um, you know, much more they're, they're the animal spirits are back and, um, people are just, you know, excited about the economy again. We haven't seen that in a long time. Well, and you being in the business for almost, you're in, in almost 20 years now, right? In this uh, lovely, yeah. lovely industry. Now, hey, whatever. Whatever. But I mean, you know, you, <laughs> you, you've seen it all. And, and now does it concern you that we have experts and pundits continually trying to beat the drum that this time is different, that, you know, consumer confidence is at unbelievable levels and that the that basically we become overall, I think, too complacent in these markets right now. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, you and I have talked about, like, my feeling about the economy. So I think, and it really irritates me when I hear Barack Obama say that this rally started with him back in 2009. So, I mean, let's just go back 10 years. And so we had a financial crisis. I mean, a horrible financial crisis. And um, the banks were bailed out. Um, The Fed pumped a whole bunch of money in the economy. I mean, that was what drove the rally that we saw starting in March of 2009 to basically, and it was kind of a sputtering rally, but it, you know, basically until 2016. And then Trump is elected and implements a whole new, injects it with a whole new stimulus, lack of regulations, or at least fewer regulations, tax cuts, uh, trade changes. I mean, so I, I feel like this is a brand, I feel like this is a whole new rally. Um, than what we saw from 09 to 16. And I feel like this is a more legitimate rally. It's actually based on business. It's not based on Fed pumping money into the economy. So, I mean, I, I think we could go further from here. I mean, we could. I mean, again, listen, I don't predict, you know, when the top is going to be. I do think that we're close. I do see another big sell-off coming. But again, you and I also know that history tells us that, yes, the markets have big sell-offs, bubbles pop, but what happens is the strong companies survive and they grow and they go and they regain momentum and they go higher again. And typically the markets go up 8% year over year. So there'd be nothing to worry about, but there should be, or there will be at some point here, a pretty nasty sell-off, don't you think? At some point. um, But I think, I feel like this year was almost kind of a pause. So we hit the high on January 26th and we have basically kind of sputtered around between 20 to 23,000 and 26,000 that the rest of the whole year until 
this week and we started to hit new highs again. So I feel like, you know, sometimes corrections aren't 10, 20 percent solid. Sometimes corrections are just idle time for a while. And I think that's what we're seeing. I think we're going to see another and leadership may change. It may go from tech to who knows cannabis if you're watching this stuff lately but um but I, I think we've got more upside jane king as always thank you so much for being here thanks todd <laughs> and that was jane king lila max media the Kaching report and just a, a great contributor to the bubba show we always love having jane and she's uh into the podcasting for for uh students and for young, the youth so Great to always have Jane on. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. Make sure you download the show each and every week at Liberty, each and every day, not week, at libertytalk.fm. And each and every week, you can download The Sporting Edge. In the meantime, we're going to stop out here for a break and come back with more of The Bubba Show after the break. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. We'll be back with more after the break right here on The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz, we're coming right back. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, you know, of course, we have the Federal Reserve next week, and we've got the uh, 10-year notes trading, you know, 3.8% on their way to 35 which is then beyond their way to 4%. But what does it all mean? Where are we? And, you know, again, as you know, I believe the Fed will blow this deal up as always they have no clue they have no idea and they should have been raising rates all along but so as we look at you know what does it all mean and where do we go from here well you know i think uh, one of the things you have to remember is that markets don't announce their intentions they don't just decide they don't tell you and say we're going to do this and i think that you know I, I think that the interest rate market will get away from the Federal Reserve. I think it's already gotten away. I think that they have been totally off balance here. Again, unless you're among the 1%, then you're very happy with these policies. Uh, but I think that, you know, as we start to see this debt picture continue to explode, uh, which it is going to explode, and of course, with each and every uptick and interest rates, and if you've been watching the bond market, you, you know, the Fed makes the call for the Fed funds rate and the lending rate to two banks. But, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the bonds have gotten clobbered and continue to do so. So rates are ticking up with or without the Fed, and we always thought that that would be the, the way it would end up. And, and, of course, this time is not different. Okay, the bond traders are bidding it up and they know that of course the fed because of their lack of uh, of any common sense the fed because of their willingness to try to manipulate markets and i do think that that's part of the reason the dollar is lower right now uh is that the fed is doing its damnedest to 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 control things and of course they can't control it just like you really cannot control or manipulate any market Obviously, okay, you can do it for a while, but eventually the markets will win out, and I think you're seeing this. I mean, you know, the bonds are down pretty dramatically, and rates have risen pretty dramatically, and I think that this is 
as they as the carpenters sang, or was that the oh we've only just begun? Was that the carpenters? Well, it doesn't matter. We've only just begun, and you're going to continue to see. I think interest rates rise, and I think that's going to create a lot of pressure because again, you know, we always work and live in a vicious cycle. Okay, economy's good, job is good. Spend, 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 borrow, 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 and don't worry about it. Okay, and, and I've been, and just full disclosure, I've been just as guilty of everybody else. You know, back when I was a kid, you know, made a lot of money, and you know, knew that they'd never turn the faucet off until they did. And I think that that's something that you know we unfortunately we we fall into that trap. Okay, which is why you saw some expansion in retail, which is why you're seeing some of these things happen. But, of course, that always changes. And, again, the big key here is the cost of borrowing money today versus what the cost of money will be to borrow tomorrow. And, you know, if you're basing, if your loan is, is, is sensitive to rates, which many are, and I mean, when I mean sensitive, it means it changes with the rates. You're paying the, the, the prevailing rate. You know, all of a sudden you're paying X, and the the best example, which is one we've given a couple of times over the last few weeks, but the government, okay, the the, the deficit they were paying approximately five hundred billion in two thousand, okay, now we're paying about six hundred twenty five, but our debt is three times as high. So what's going to happen is when the rates do go higher, we will have to pay more, and of course that will create a much bigger problem going forward, and that goes from every individual to uh, the housing market, because, you know, every rate-sensitive product will be affected. It will be very good for savers. Uh, you know, even now we're getting to the point where I would suspect that a lot of the people that are in the market that don't want to be in the market but were forced in will start to take some of their money out. However, because the markets have performed so well, remember what we talked about earlier, that greed factor that, you know, now I'm making so much money. Why would I ever want to go to a safe investment? I mean, again, this is an age old story, which is why you see uh, a lot of people working to a very late age, not because they enjoy working, but because they need the money. Okay. And, you know, the, look, I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I myself personally, I love to work. I will die at my desk, okay? But I believe when you get to a certain age, you should work because you want to, not because you have to. And I think that brings in and, and, and just proves the fact uh, of many who, you know, aren't, don't plan properly. Uh, and again, I'm speaking from experience to, you know, because I like to share with you. You know, I've done a number of, of dumb things over the years and been trapped in just as the same things. And that's the one thing, you know, about this, like the psychology of the market and, you know, the psychology of interest rates. And, you know, if you remember that you may have a lot of money in the market, uh, but, you know, if you, if you don't defend it and you don't take care of it, it may not be a lot of money tomorrow. Okay. And that's something, you know, we, we should all be prepared 
to be budgeted and, and understand what what the downfalls and pitfalls are because again remember we have been exploding to the upside every pundit every guy advisor guy and gal on tv tells you how much we're going to continue to go up in this stealth the stealth blue mark blue the stealth bull market and again i don't say the market's going to end anytime soon but i do know it will end at some point and i think that you just need to be i think this is where your preparation of understanding the market and knowing where and when you know we never know exactly when it will start to turn but you know if, if you're you know 60 or 65 and getting close to retiring and you know want to make sure that that money stays there you need to take care of it and protect it and so i think that you know we should we will see many people take their money out and put it into you know bonds in the banks as the saving rates go up uh, but i think that Many will get trapped inside because of again that 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 good old friend of ours, known as greed. You know, as we know, the markets run on two emotions: fear and greed. Right now, we're in 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 the greed phase. We're in the greed phase, and greed will continue to to go until it doesn't. And I think this is all. This is one of the traps that all investors always end up in. Is they get greedy. You know, if, if we go back to the 90s, and this was really a tragedy, is many people made a lot of money, okay? And then they lost a lot of money, but they had to pay the taxes. So they really lost a lot of the money. And I think this is just something, again, this is where you really need to prepare yourself for the inevitable. But prepare yourself so that you don't have to make that rough decision. Take out the greed factor and take out the puke factor and you will never have to worry. And I think that's the thing that I'm always trying to help everybody out with is to take out those emotions of puking and being too greedy. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz and I always, as always, I thank you for being here. And, then, and don't forget to Download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. It's the only station you need. We've got 24-hour day programming, so make sure you download that. And don't forget about the Sporting Edge on the weekends, uh, done by Xander and Ethan. It's a great show and a great listen. Uh, two young guys with a lot of energy, so check it out. In the meantime, everybody have a great weekend. As always, I appreciate you being here. We'll see you back here on Monday with The Bubba Show. This is Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.